Welcome back to Soul Sips with Mel Scriven. How epic does that sound? I love that I have my own podcast right now. So I'm here with my cacao and we are going to go deep on daily devotions and how powerful daily devotions are to support you full stop and especially in a big season. So at the time of listening to this, it's probably mid-December by the time this episode drops. But whatever time of year, whether it's the new year, whether it's 2025, it's currently the 30th of November, 2023, by the way. But whatever time you're listening, it is relevant because this is the first thing. We don't have to wait for a new year, a new month, a new week, a new day to start a new habit or to devote to something. And the power of having daily devotions is you just decide, like, let's just say you want to become super healthy, super wealthy. You get to create the habits to get you there. So that's what daily devotions are. First of all, what are they? They're habits to support you to be the woman you want to be and be the human you're here to be and do the work that you're here to do, right? So if you want to step more into your leadership, then you get to decide what are the habits that are going to get me there and the power of having them in this big season. Like whether you're in a big season of growth, it could be growth in your business, it could be expansion in your motherhood journey. It could just be, it could be that you're listening live as I've dropped this episode and it's the festive season, right? And life feels big or when doesn't life feel big, by the way? I try not to use the word busy. I like to say full or big or stretchy. Sometimes stretchy is the word. However life feels for you, daily devotions are going to support you because they're just simple things. So first of all, if the thing that comes to your mind is like, I don't have the time, I just, I hear you. And that, that devotion word sounds great, but I don't have the time for any extra shit in my day, Mel, right? I hear this often and I just want to drop this fun fact for you. One hour out of your day is 4% of your day. So let's just say you only have 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes at the end of the day. That's all you got. That's cool. That's 1%. 1% out of your day. 15 minutes is 1% of your day. You owe yourself 1%. You are worth more than 1%, by the way. You are worth the whole fucking 100. But life is life. We have things that get to be done as well. So if you just want to start with 15 minutes, if you currently do not have any daily devotions or you don't have anything that you have a consistent practice every day, whether it's a consistent spiritual practice, like you meditate every day, you do breath work every day. Maybe you'd like to be someone who meditates every day, but you just don't have the time or you just don't have the space from your kids or X, Y, Z, right? Just choose 15 minutes a day. I literally started my daily devotions about eight to nine months ago with a five minute meditation every single morning. And it was as simple as that. (laughs) And it gets to be that simple, right? Five minutes was what? That was 0.3 of a percent. And it quickly evolved, right? And yes, it was a stretch because I'm a single mama and I have a little boy and I wasn't getting up early enough to be able, he would wake up as soon as I get out of bed. We we co-sleep. So it was like, he'd wake up. And then he'd have big feelings that I wasn't right there present with him until he learned and I got to explain to him already understood, oh, mommy gets to have her meditation every single morning and that's a non-negotiable and it's just five minutes and sometimes he'd be screaming through it, but I persisted and like, and he gets to know that that is my soul space and that is that. So whatever your situation, whatever's going on, daily devotions, like if you want to, if you want to expand in business, if you want to expand in any area in leadership, like how you lead yourself, how you lead your children, how you lead in your workplace or your business, how you lead yourself, like as a spiritual kind of leader, like a community leader. If you want to expand in that area, what would you literally a simplest question is like, what would a leader do right now? How would they start their day? How what like if especially right now, if you're listening live during like the Christmas season, often people like, you know, we can we can just eat because it's easy, right? 
But what would a healthy person do? That doesn't mean restrict, but what would a healthy person do, right? So how would a leader lead herself? How would she start her day? If I was truly being fully self-responsible for my life right now, how would I start my day? Would I continue to say that the 5am club's not for me? Or would I try it? You don't have to try the 5am club, by the way, but just saying. My story was I couldn't get any time away from my son. I persisted and I sneak out of bed in the dark and it's currently summer. So I'm getting up. Like if I want to get up in the dark, it's like 4.40 a.m. But it's so worth it. And also one of my daily devotions to actually get me there to be that morning person. I was never a morning person, by the way. That was my story. My story is not that now. My story is I fucking value myself and I am worth that time and I want that time and I know who that time and spaciousness How different is it when we get to start our day slow, not rushed, on our own, in silence, compared to wake up, go, 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 go. Like it is completely different energy. And so I decided I get to switch off at night. So one of my daily devotions is also having tech boundaries. I'll tell you what my daily devotions are actually. So I'm off tech by 9 p.m. latest and I'm not on it any earlier than 6 a.m. Another fun fact for you is when I say, how do you start your day? I've gone off on a little tangent, but how do you start your day? Because if you start your day with looking at your phone, did you know the first thing that your brain gets a dopamine hit from in the morning? It continues to look for the rest of your day. Your dopamine receptors are like, oh yeah, give me more of that. So if that is looking at your phone, no wonder you go back to that. Or if that's having a coffee, no wonder you go back to that. Whatever the thing is for you, right? Can it just be, (coughs) I just need to have a drink of water. Can it just be, Instead of checking my phone, yeah, I'll wake up to that alarm. But I sleep on airplane mode, by the way, as well. Just choose different times to charge your phones, people, because it's also not good to have your phone charging by your bed and your head side. But that's a whole other conversation. So can you start your day by going outside and putting your feet on the earth and just even eyes closed, letting the sun soak into your body, soak into your skin and feeling the energy of the earth? Like, it's five minutes and that sun will literally wake you up. You'll become a morning person. Like think about when you're living in nature, you're camping or you're, you know, you're spending time with friends and family in nature. You often, you rise with the sun and you go to sleep, right? We don't want all these fluorescent lights on. I've got one on while I'm filming right now because this is the time I can get silence, but we, we were never meant to live like that. We're meant to rise and fall with the sun. But regardless of like what your lifestyle looks like, when you're in a busy season, having these daily anchors are just so supportive. Like right now, I feel so spacious on the inside. When if you looked around my house right now, I'm in the one clean room in my home. You know, I'm hosting an early family Christmas this year in two days time. And I still need to clean practically every room in my home. I've mowed the lawn, but like there's lots of pieces that get to be done. I've food shopped, but I still get to make the food and blah, blah, blah. And I've got a business and I'm a single mama and I value being a conscious mama, like present, like real quality time with my son, right? And so it can feel like how the frick is any of this all going to get done? But I just trust and know that it's all going to get done. And I've got these daily anchors that I drop back into. Yes, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. Even if I went to bed at like 9.30, so I'm getting a little less sleep. No, that's fine. I'm still getting up. And all that does is make me go to bed that little bit earlier the next night. So I just switch off tech that little bit earlier the next night, right? Like it's so simple. It can, and also one reason that people don't like make big changes (laughs) or make any changes or like is either the story of I don't have time or people think that they have to go all in like with this all or nothing mentality when it comes to change of like, oh, but I need to do a total lifestyle overhaul and I'll just wait till the new year. 
oh, fuck it, I didn't do it this January, next year, next month, blah, blah, and it doesn't happen. When that all or nothing mentality is like hard and fast, no lube. Ladies, do we like hard and fast, no lube? Maybe if we're ready for that. But are you ready for hard and fast, no lube? Often it's a bit nicer if we slow it down and just start little with like dressing up for ourselves or seducing ourselves can you spend five minutes dancing in your kitchen every single morning to a song that you love right like it doesn't have to be I've got to do all the things or I've got to eat perfectly clean or fuck it I'll binge all month no 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 it doesn't have to be like anything like that it just gets to be like these daily devotions so when I say make it easy make it simple pick one or two things if you are very fresh fresh as fudge to to creating daily devotions and having daily anchors. So I'll tell you mine. I've got them written on my whiteboard right here. And I can tell you off the top of my head anyway. I wake up and I'm oil pulling at the moment. That's the thing I've devoted to. I'm waking up and I'm oil pull. I brush my teeth. I put oil in my mouth and I oil pull for a few minutes. And then I sit down with the oil in my mouth and I meditate. And I have like a 20-minute meditation. Go spit the oil out. Go have a glass of warm lemon water before I have a cacao or any food. So I'm starting my day with lemon water. And then I go out and put my feet on the earth and the sun on my face. And by this point, sometimes my son's woken up. Or even by the time I'm sitting down meditating, sometimes he's woken up. But you know what? Nine times out of 10 now, he knows that that's where I'm going to be. So he knows to come to my altar. He knows to come and find me. He knows I'm going to have oil in my mouth. And so he'll say, mommy, he's super tired. And he'll be like, mommy, you've got oil in your mouth. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He just knows. We get to teach our children these things and we get to model these things, right? Like, yes, it was a challenge to like work up to be able to have the amount of time that I now have to myself in the mornings, but also I devoted to going to bed that little bit earlier. Like it actually starts the day before, or it could just be that you wake up in the morning and you go, how does my body actually feel today? What does she really want? Do I want to let the world in and check my phone? Or do I want to devote five, 10 15 minutes to my inner world. Check in with how your body feels. What does she want? Does she want food? Does she want a drink? Does she want to have an orgasm? What does she want? How do you want to start your day, right? So start my day with oil pulling and meditation. Then I have a lemon water before a cacao. And it depends on the morning if I'm like going straight to the gym, if I have a steak straight away or a steak later. Um, And then, yeah, feet on the earth and sunlight. And then I've got luscious movement is what I've written on my whiteboard because it I want that reminder that it gets to feel luscious. So I'm cycle day two or three, cycle day two right now. And I hit the gym. I don't always feel like that at this time of the month. So it might just be dancing or it might be yoga stretches or light yoga, right? But there's some form of luscious movement more often than not nowadays, because I've devoted to moving my body every day for months on end in some slight way. And I devoted to PT sessions as well to keep me accountable. I now know myself as someone who works out and it's just a part of who I am. And this is how we also get to transform who we know ourselves as. If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, go out and buy it, download it on Audible. It's like under $10 on Audible or it's probably 20-ish dollars for the book. It's incredible. He speaks about identity-based habits. So creating out, like we all know, and if you don't, it's like our thoughts become, like our words become our thoughts, they become our beliefs because we just, our beliefs are the stories we keep telling ourselves, the words we keep speaking, we believe something, they become our thoughts, they become our um, actions, our actions become our habits, our habits shape our reality. So our habits, I actually have something, something I prepared earlier here on my desk, the habit tracker, 
Uh, actually in the show notes you will see if you haven't yet checked it out go into the show notes in or in the caption of this video of this audio you will see a link to a downloadable habit tracker which is something that I used to use um, to tick off it makes the intangible tangible so you can tick off your daily devotions ding ding and that is the best dopamine hit at the end of the day ticking off I did my magical script I did this and I had phone boundaries and I worked out and I did this and I drank three liters of kangam water yada yada but I've just bought this book which I shall be using in 2024 called The Habit Tracker. And if you're watching, you can check it out. My video will be on YouTube, maybe on socials. So it's literally got my beautiful son has already filled in circles and squiggly lines for what the habits will be. But I get to fill those in. And then you, so I've done this with pen and paper and you draw lines across the page, what day one to 30. And you literally just tick a box for each habit that you did in that day. And then at the end of the month, you get to look back and track, boom, 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 boom. Like, because if it's just all in your head, then by having it on paper, it just makes it tangible. And like I said, it doesn't have to be all these long daily devotions like I have. Start with one. I started with one or two, like a five-minute meditation, and then it was phone boundaries, and then it was whatever else it was. I slowly built up over months. I do what's called, you may have heard of the 40 days of devotion. That felt a little clunky for me, the 40 thing, even though like what even is time? I still felt like 30 days is a month. I like the I like the idea of a month. So 30 days of devotion, what am I going to devote to this month? And then the next month, it was two things. Then it was three, then it was four, then it was five, six. So yeah, I wake up, oil pull and meditate, lemon water before make a cow, morning sunlight and earthing, movement, I have a cold shower after my movement as well. And if you are listening to this live at the time of this episode dropping, a lot of you I know that follow me are in Queensland as well. So a cold shower is super doable. If like ice baths or cold plunges are new to you, just go and have a dang cold shower. 30 seconds out of your life is like probably 0.0001%. You can do it, especially Queenslanders just want to drop that in. It is piss easy in summer. Cold shower it up. Massively good for your nervous system. Other than when I'm on my bleed, I don't do the cold plunging, like ice bathing or cold showering when I have my period now. But you do you. You get to find what feels good for your body. Again, I've got my tech boundaries, but I read my magical script every morning as well. Like read it out loud and I listen to it in my ears as well. Again, depending on the morning, whether my son's awake or not. So what my magical script is, it's like my vision statement written out beautifully in like all the five senses in the present tense as though it's already reality. and It's already mine. And it has massively shifted my reality. Whew full stop this whole year. And so I read out my magical script and that might take me five to 10 minutes to read it out. And then I'm in that energy, right? And then the other daily devotion I have is something in my business. It's a CEO devotion. Even if it's one needle moving thing, it is something that is going to move the needle forward. It is either responding to all my messages. It is either posting a piece of content. It, it could be anything, right? It's at least one thing. And honestly, if you're not, if you are a business owner listening and you're not doing at least one devotion to your business every single day doesn't have to be the same thing every day but one business devotion every day then that's probably why you're having consistent results because you're not being consistent right and again how we do one thing is how we do everything so if you look at every area of your life and you're like geez I don't have I don't know let's just say the body I want to have or I don't feel as healthy and energy wise as I want to feel or you feel finding it really hard to drop into meditation or anything start again Choose a daily devotion. Like I said, you don't have to start in a new year, in a new month, in a new week. Like you you can start at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday and decide, ah, today's the day I'm going to do five minutes of meditation because we know when you start meditating for even like a week, it can take longer to drop in. So just start with a five-minute meditation. 
make it easy, make it doable. Atomic habits as well. James Clear talks about habit stacking. I could do a whole other episode on habit stacking, habit tracking, identity-based habits, but essentially what it is, is making it easy. So these things, my daily devotions that I've built up over time, I now find them as easy as brushing my teeth because I make them easy. I do them at the same time. It's like I'm brushing my teeth and I'm doing this, right? So you get to do the same. What would feel easy? Are you already getting up and like, like, let's just say you wake up and you're making the kids school lunches. Like, can you just dance while you're doing that? Can you put on a song and make it fun? Can you end your day with a cup of tea and a book or a cup of tea and your journal instead of like checking your phone or scrolling, like doom scrolling, like cut that shit out if you are doing it. it is going to fry your dopamine receptors and your circadian rhythms and all the things that's enough on that tangent so that is the power of having daily devotions is their daily anchors like if i know i'm in a funk um then then i do these that i i'm like what have i not done or what have i not felt where am i not listening to my body but i've literally trained myself to listen to my body because i do that first thing in the morning as well it's not even written on my daily devotions because it's just a part of who i am i hold my body and I say, how am I feeling? What would you what would you have me do? How are you feeling right now? What would you really want? Like that in itself is life-changing. If you are not checking in and you're finding yourself all out there or all in your head, drop back into your body and hold her and go, what, what would you like? My love, what would feel good for you? And just spend five minutes doing that and then spend 10 minutes devoting to what would feel good for her. Like I said, is it an orgasm? Is it a cup of cacao? Is it a cup of tea? Is it a coffee? Is it a steak? Is it a whatever the vegans eat? Not going to apologize for that. I, I'm not sure. Maybe porridge. But, you know, like what would feel good for you? Like what would feel good for you? It's as simple as that. And it's such a simple thing, but it brings me in my body. And like I said, I have trained myself to do these things. And, and they've just become a part of who I am. Like so many things it just come so naturally to me now that I would have never known myself as a woman who meditates a year ago, even though I've always loved, loved the idea of it. I know it's great, but my story was, I just don't have the time, yada, yada. But when you feel like you don't have the time, that is actually when the time is really necessary. And like I said, you do not have to wait for a new day or a new week. Just decide, you know what, from this day forward, just for today, just for the next week, I am going to end my day with a book and a cup of tea and switch my phone off half an hour earlier, something simple like that. And then you build it up over time. You will notice the difference when you do not end your day and start your day on tech. You will massively notice the difference. You're not living in someone else's world or the like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, seven days a week, having real audios going on in the back of your brain. I see you. I know what that is like when I'm like, I'm just going to do some research. Like, oh, I'm just scrolling my phone right now. I'm just going to do some research, save some cool sound for that content I want to post in the morning. And I've got to post at 6am because that's when I get the best engagement. Fuck that. Fuck it off. You don't have to be on tech. You don't have to be a slave to the algorithm or any form of tech or anyone else you get to devote to you. And like I said, one hour out of your day is 4%. So if moving your body is something you want to do and you want to spend half an hour moving your body or an hour moving your body, that's 4% out of your day. If it's an hour, if it's half an hour, it's 2% out of your day. If it's 15 minutes that you devote to you in the mornings or the evenings, that's 1% out of your day. We are all worth 1%. We are all worth a fuckload more than 1%. We are worth 50 million percent, by the way. We're all 50 out of 10s. But it's the self-worth piece and the self-confidence and the self-trust that we build through these daily devotions as well. I haven't even gone into that. This could be a really, really, really long podcast if I go into all of that because 
when you do what you say you're going to do, it builds self-trust. This is the piece that I actually really want to land home and probably end it with is how many times have you said you're going to start that thing or do that thing, but you don't. And it chips away at your integrity because you're like, oh, I don't know myself as a woman who actually does that. Like in my head, I knew meditation was beneficial. I knew moving my body was beneficial, but I wasn't doing those things. So of course I wasn't feeling my best, right? But if we don't F those stories off of I don't have the time or blah, 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 it's a bullshit story that you're literally just holding yourself back with. Someone's going to say it and I'm going to serve it up for you. You are so welcome, right? Like when you do what you say you're going to do, you've got your fucking back. You know you're a woman of integrity and a woman of your word. And it doesn't have to be the same every day. I'm not fucking A plus student. haven't been since seventh grade. But I am consistent. Like I am consistent. Like I don't do all my freaking eight, nine daily devotions every single day, but I know I'm doing at least five. And that's a fucking lot, right? That's why we start simple. If it feels hard to come up with all these things to do, just just pick one. And then maybe next month, pick two. Pick two things that you do every single day. Like we're all brushing our teeth every day. We're all showering every day, or I hope we are, right? So these simple things that we do for ourselves get to become as simple and as routine and as normal as brushing our teeth. Like it's just a requirement. Meditating is just a requirement. Drinking three liters of water is just a requirement. Moving my body is just a requirement. You know, it's something for your mind, something for your body, something for your soul. And then whatever area you want of your life you want to work on, if you really want to focus on health, do more things on your health. If you want to focus on business, do more things on your business. If you want to focus on your spiritual practice, deepen into that. You know what areas of life you want to work on. So include those in your daily devotions. Because then when you are doing them things, you know how fucking good it feels to just know that you've got your back and that you can do the things you said you were going to do. And how nice does it feel to track our habits and tick them off at the end of the day and go, boom, I did that. I said I was going to do it and I fucking did it. And I love that. And now I just know myself as a woman who follows through on the shit she says she's going to do. As a woman who can execute when she says she's going to do it, which again, this podcast, I could have waited, I shared in my first episode, I could have waited to do this, but no, I didn't wait for the perfect moment and all the things. I just decided to do it because I said I was going to do it. I shared it, also sharing either on your social media, sharing with your close friends, loved ones, whatnot, sharing what, you, what you're what you going to be doing keeps you accountable. Keep, have Get a community around you who can keep you accountable and who can you can do epic shit with, who can also do daily devotions alongside you, by the way. So again, If you would like a copy of like a template that I've made up in Canva, it is basic. It is like you can write your habits down one side, even if it's one habit, write your thing down or write your four or five, whatever things down. And you tick it off each day, the first of the month, the whatever of the month, whatever. Tick it off. And then throughout the month, you can reflect at the end of the month. Like if you're not already doing monthly reflections, you can look back and go, oh, like let's just say you're listening live and it's the end of December and you like want to set up for the new year. Like, I know December can be a busy time of year, but if you look back and you go, oh, I actually, I didn't do any of these things I said I was going to do, then you can build on that for the next month. How can I make it simpler? How can I make it easier? Like brushing my teeth. How can I just make it so normal and so required? Because if you think about the woman you say you want to be, the woman you know you want to be, the woman you know you were born to be, you think about her, your highest, highest self, your highest timeline. What is in your highest timeline? How does that woman start her day? How does that woman carry herself throughout her day? Does she have the confidence of a, I said I'm a do it, I said I'm a have it, so I'm a get it? Start doing what you say you're going to do. Start creating daily devotions that are going to get you there. 
something simple, make it, make it simple, make it easy. No going hard and fast with no lube unless that is really how you like it and you're already juiced up. Right? We got it. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. The downloadable link to the Habit Tracker that I've created is a Canva template. You can check it in the show notes. And I'd love to hear how you go with tracking your habits, how you go with creating daily devotions. If this is new to you, drop me a DM on Instagram if you're not already following me at mel.scriven and I will see you all soon.